0: If you like ducks, dogs, training, deer hunting, anything outdoors, then this is the podcast for you guys. This is the Fly and V Podcast. I'm Thaddeus Bash. I'm your host for this beautiful ride, and I'm assisted by my co-host, Mr. Changmore Vang. You can tune in every week and join us as we talk about anything and everything under the moon that you guys want us to talk about. Some facts, some fiction, and a whole lot of opinions i appreciate y'all for tuning in let's hop into it what is going on everyone welcome back to the flying v podcast uh thank you for tuning in if you're new here before we even get started go ahead hit that subscribe button give us a thumbs up and share the hell out of this thing If you're on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, hit that follow button, guys. Check out a couple of our other ones if you're new here and stick around. We still got a whole year left to go of the 50 states of waterfowl series. Um, What we're doing here is we are talking to someone new every week from a different state about everything waterfowl hunting related. Uh, and We're going to find out who the best and the worst states are for waterfowl hunting all across the country. This week, we have Mr. Freddie King in Searcy Arkansas and he's gonna come on here and talk with us about duck hunting up in Arkansas now I told him my biggest challenge with this one is gonna be trying not to talk dogs the whole time and trying to focus on duck hunt if you guys don't know who Freddie is He's a very well-known name in the dog training industry. Uh, He's the owner of the Retriever Trainer, which has helped thousands and thousands of people. Um, Any success that I've had training, uh, I can credit to Mr. King himself. Uh, He's also, you know, makes some killer videos. He used to record with the Echo Boys, uh, Echo Calls, and it just, you know... He's a really great all-around dude. We actually got to go up there. Uh, We did a podcast recapping it. We got to go up to his property for uh, him and Evan Graham. They did a seminar up there a couple months ago. So just a great guy. Makes some great crawfish. Uh, It was a good time. So it's going to be a fun episode this week. Uh, Arkansas is one of those states that's already from the get-go up at the top of the list as it is Uh, and I think we have a really good representative for this state Uh, so I'm going to go ahead and get Vang on the line my co-host we're going to do our weekly recap as always and then we'll hop right into it Vang you hear me
1: Yes, what's
0: up, buddy? Alright, hopefully you're coming through good. Just so everyone knows, we're doing things a little bit differently this week. We're having some uh, computer issues and some lag. Um, so we're actually, I'm going to have Vang and Freddie on my phone and they're going to be speaking through the mic. So if it comes through a little bit weird, just bear with me guys, because uh, you're going to want to stick around for this anyway. But How you been, Vang? I-
1: I'm good, you know. I, like I said, I keep I don't even know what I'm doing, like, lately, so I should write that down, what, track what I'm doing, just so I can tell you guys on
0: the podcast. You gotta take notes every day, like, write down what you yeah. did, what you ate. I did that. <laughs> you know? No, I, uh, I'm in the same boat. It's almost, you know, I like, I've almost been doing so much that I don't even know what I've done. I don't know where to start. Because, uh, especially with the move, like literally every day this week, I have appointments to take care of. And it's just, with work, we've been shorthanded because people have been on leave. Uh, so, it's just, everything just kind of like you said, turns into a big blur and just whatever. Another week. This is like the only, uh, the podcast is really the only set like foundation I have for my week. That's the only way I know what day <laughs> me, it is. Me too. <laughs> but, uh. Yeah, this is, uh, for anyone watching or listening, this is the last Flying V video and the last podcast that will be done in this house. Uh, we move on Friday, so can't wait. Can't wait to get out of here, get to set up everything. Uh, it's it's going to be good. It's going to be good for us. Not excited about all the stuff we have to buy for the new house, but whatever. I <laughs> yeah. couldn't have timed it more terribly with September literally knocking on the door. Uh, but it's all good. So, uh, wait, can't wait, dude. I can't wait for September either. It's literally like a month away now until dove season yeah. here. Uh, if I can come up to Minnesota, that'd it'd be freaking awesome. I'd, I'd love to. I got days I have to use, but it's gonna be hard to like logistically. I don't know who's gonna fund that trip because. <laughs> you know like my, I don't, my bank account's running low you know what
1: i worry about is just coming up here getting your way up here you know i've got place for you to stay i'll, I'll take care of everything else you
0: know oh yeah dude but gas in my tank would
1: just be brutal <laughs> you know i i, I get you
0: i mean it's a we're going from the southern part of the country to the far northern part of the country it would literally probably cost me there and back a thousand dollars in gas
1: uh, could be. <laughs> like, no.
0: my truck on the interstate, I get about 10, 12 miles a gallon.
1: Damn, you're doing just as good as me, This <laughs> The
0: dog box made it 10 times worse, because it, it just slows me down even more. So, yeah, I'm not an aerodynamic machine at all. So, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's not ramble. Let's go ahead and get Freddie in here. Uh, my phone's actually upside down right now because the speaker's on the microphone, so I'm trying to type his name in my contact list upside down.
1: I have no dear daddy. <laughs> All right, we got him calling.
2: Yeah. All
0: right, we got you, Freddie. y'all doing? Good, good. It's coming through good on my end. Bang, do we still got you good? yep i'm still here perfect freddie how you doing man man i'm
1: doing great just you know trying
2: to avoid the heat right now uh matter of fact my phone just beat a little while ago said the
1: energy said uh kind of a minimize your electricity use no <laughs> air conditioning, that sort of thing i said "Full oh, crap
0: yeah <laughs> it's uh I, no i'm i'm with you it's this whole week our heat index is uh up in the hundreds so it's been brutal. I uh I, we all down in Louisiana, is that right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's not the yeah it's a, uh, and I felt it today. We uh, we're getting ready to move. We went and did our final walkthrough of our house today, uh, and when we left there, it just started thunderstorming, but it was still like ninety-five out. And I mean, you couldn't even fucking breathe. Walking back into the house, I, I couldn't even breathe. It was so humid. Uh So it's yeah. I'm a fat guy, and I do not like how gum humidity. It just don't go well with me. I heard that. It's a – I can only imagine with you, uh, you know, running multiple dogs every day. I mean, you guys, you got to be out there at 5 o'clock in the morning, huh? Well,
1: we we walk outside about 5.15 every morning, and – Start loading dogs, airing dogs, that sort of thing. Getting all the ducks out, and all. It, uh, yeah. It's if you don't get an early start,
2: you just won't be able to get enough done with the dogs. Yeah. And uh, I mean, I'm lucky enough that I've got a spot that I can do horse uh, bench
1: and those sorts of things in the shade and get a big fan on me. So I'll wait till after. We get done with all the, the field dogs because they got to run first.
2: Yeah, you
1: know, I'm telling you right now, this humidity, even in the shade early morning, about three marks and a blind is about all they want and can handle. If they have extended hunts and that grass is tall, you know, like you're speaking of humidity. That humidity is down in that grass, and then dogs rooting around trying to find those
2: birds. They will overheat even faster. So, oh, yeah, you gotta be quick,
1: you gotta be quick. And, and as soon as you see any issues or a dog starts having extended lunch, then I thought it's time to just call them in and, and give them some water and put them in the shade. And we're, we started carrying fans in a generator with us, uh just this week just because of
0: it. Yeah, yeah, it's been a uh... It's been damper on us for our training, for sure. We've had we haven't really got a whole lot done the last couple weeks with my work schedule, and then, uh, you know, my pup Boone is he's just a very high energy dog. As he works himself up, Uh, I mean, he gets hot when it's cold out. Um, So when it's hot out, I mean, he like you said, but he's good for maybe two marks. uh, And any extended hunts, if that first mark he has to really look for, I mean that's all we're doing. Uh, cause he's already pretty burnt down. Um, but like I said, uh, I told everyone on here already, uh, I'm going to do my best to not just talk dogs with you. Um, you know, I already introduced you and you and the retriever trainer, uh, like I said, have helped thousands of people and, uh, you know, it's a great, great, Uh, website and Facebook group and just community in general what you guys do there at the Retriever Trainer Uh, and I let everyone on the podcast know already, go check it out Uh, if you're a trainer, if you're thinking about getting a pup, it's the best $60 you'll ever spend Uh, there's so many pro trainers on there and there's a reason why all these pro trainers are on there Uh, because it's great information that is severely underpriced so if you guys are looking for a dog, check out Freddy's stuff. Uh, it's worth every penny. Uh, and thank you, Freddy, because like I told them, you know, I mean, any success that I've had training uh, can directly be pointed back to you for the most part. Uh, so thanks to you for what you do. Well, I
1: appreciate that. But it, it's been fun. It's been fun. A lot of great members. And I, it, like you said, it's a, it's a community of Retriever Owners. And – a bit
2: more community. It's pretty much a family. Mm-hmm. Uh, Everybody's—it's kind of funny, you know—the the people that's been
1: there three, four, going almost not five years. Well, not five, but uh, a good solid four years. Mm-hmm. And it's a pretty content group. So, uh, a lot of help. A lot of folks eager to help, and you don't have any of the bull that you see in a lot of other places. You know what I mean? Yep. I hate to say that,
2: but. It's a good thing. Yep. So
0: let's uh,
1: talk some ducks. I know, I, know, I know, yeah, I've done 100
0: podcasts. We always talk about dogs, and that's that. I'm ready to talk about ducks. That's ducks. right. And, and these feel like it's getting cooler, you know what I mean? Uh, you got, I mean, teal season's knocking on our door, man. It's a... Uh... Oh, here we're only about six weeks away from uh hopefully shooting teal. Yeah. I mean with hell with how hot it is and it looks like it's staying hot around the country. I don't it's not looking promising for teal season, but uh yeah, I've learned uh, well, it's gonna be hot. We you know it is. <laughs> yeah <laughs> It's
1: gonna be hot, it's gonna be sticky, it's gonna be miserable, there's gonna be hot mouth, there's gonna be all kinds of different uh, snakes and skeeters out the yin yang. yang. <laughs> but, you know, just like any water founder, we're idiots, and we'll get out there in the middle of it, traverse it, and swap speeders, and kill two ducks. That's so, right. And is a That's <laughs> true. <laughs> uh,
0: now, now, Freddie, how, how long have you—were you, you born and raised in Arkansas? Well,
1: no, I mean, I was born in southern Louisiana, Okay, uh, uh, just outside of, of uh, uh, St. Martinville is where I grew up. Yeah. I was born in St. Martinville, but uh about old age twelve or
2: thirteen, we moved away from there and I ended up here. Okay. So and that's we've lived here since I was thirteen, I'm fifty three, so forty years I've been an Arkansas resident, you know. I like the hawks still.
0: <laughs> yeah, heard that? What uh,
1: you know
0: a! I mean? Yeah. Now, how uh, how long you been duck hunting? Uh, as long as I can remember. That's... I
1: mean, I, I, I've got fond memories of me and my Papa doing uh, going hunting in, in uh, the River Basin. Yeah. Uh, and, and you know, when I was seven, eight years old, even earlier than that, you know, but it's hard. I remember that far back, but I definitely remember, you know, Hunts when we were seven, or eight years
0: old, and I wasn't just a, a complete tag along. Yes, yeah, sir. So, uh, so I, grew up, I, grew, I grew up in it, and
1: unfortunately, going Arkansas. My dad is not just a hardcore waterfowler, but we don't even and even back then, had dogs. But,
2: Mhm.
0: It's a uh, you know, and uh, you're very well known uh, as a trainer and the retriever trainer. Uh, but you know, you and the Echo Boys and those videos you used to make, uh, y'all pile up some birds up there in Arkansas now. Well, we've been on the
1: kill a couple.
0: Yeah, just a couple, huh? Yeah, and
1: we still hunt together. We don't do the DVDs. But yeah. Right now- Rick Dunn owner of Echo Dawson. He's uh, kind of gone with this social media thing and, and everything's starting to be put either live, uh, either done live or we come back, edit it, put it uh, out on social media sites, YouTube, Facebook, video, yeah. and all the other things. Just, you know, pretty much like anybody is the best way now, you know, to, uh, I guess, mass marketing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Without a doubt. Uh, I was telling Vang, uh our our co-host on here, he'd never heard of. Uh, I was telling him about your videos, he'd never heard of them. I told him, I "said Well, when we get off this podcast, you know, you need to go over to his YouTube channel and scroll through them and uh, get a better idea of who you just talked to." Because uh, <laughs> so, let, let, let me let me defend
2: myself. So I have seen your
1: videos, but I. I didn't like recall seeing your name or who, who who made the video, so I was like, "Oh, I know who he is. <laughs> so I got you. Yeah. Yeah. I got it." But I, yeah,
2: <laughs> I, I'm gonna
1: go back and pay attention more to your videos. Yeah, actually, last year last year was the uh, the, the last year for the DVD. Yeah. And so you know, I remember our little guy, my best friend, and
2: and you know, so our, our, uh, guy, friends,
1: and you know, it just kind of the wind out of ourselves and do a lot of things and and one of them was the dvd and we said you know what let's kind of go a different route that's what we did and it's been fun you know we're just kind of telling short stories and this and that still kind of putting us together a little bit but that just ain't the long style hunting you know you get on the dvds of course yeah
0: well, uh, and you know that's kind of how everything in the world is going. Is people's attention spans are cutting out, and they, you know, they don't want to wait around for so. You, it's like anything; they just want it now. Uh, they want all the bang bang action, and you know, I, I don't. I'm guilty of that. Right? <laughs> I'm guilty of that. <laughs> that's
1: right, and I, you know, and, and to everybody's
0: defense,
1: I'm kind of that way too. You know, I mean. My attention span is short, 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 short. So you got you got to be really doing something to keep my attention. Span. Peanut
0: will attest to that. Man. <laughs> and for the folks that don't know peanut, is that's my wife. So. Uh, so so up there in Arkansas, I mean, what, so what's your what's your prominent? What do you kill the most? Mallards, I'm assuming.
1: Well, I mean, mallards is the number one sought after duck in. So there's always anything but it about uh, butts about it. The uh, uh, green pepper nut nut hunt mallards is what you're going to kill 99% of the time. Uh, But of course, we have uh, uh, pretty much all the other species that are common to that Central Skyway, So then, uh, and don't get me wrong, we're opportunists. Uh, (laughs) If it comes in the hole and there's not a mallard around, we're pretty much going to shoot it.
0: I heard that, yeah. It's a it's, so you're hunting. I mean, is it just predominantly? Uh, is all you hunt timber or? Well, now when we were
1: doing the Mallard Madness DVD series, yes, it was predominantly uh, uh, green timber duck hunting, both public and private. And then uh, here in the last year or so, we we kind of gone back to the roots. You know,
2: everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, we you know we
1: our these hunting and sloughs, backwaters, you know, willow flats, um, or willow breaks actually. And just uh, I, I haven't gone back hunting rice fields. I just can't stand it the bit. But yeah. Yeah Actually, most of us,
0: No, I agree. Uh, you know, I mean, we don't, or me personally, I've said it on here before, you know, I don't kill stacks of mallards all the time. It, predominantly, we kill, uh, I'd say, majority of our birds are gadwalls. Uh, and like you said, I mean, a, a gadwall eats just fine for me. Uh, and at the oh, end of the I, day, I, I mean. I am with you 100%. I'd rather eat a gadwall than a mallard. Yeah. I, uh. Speaking of, I don't want to forget this question because we've asked it every week. Uh, this was actually Vang's question, but since we're talking eating ducks, what is uh, what what's your go-to duck recipe? What what's your favorite way to prepare them? Well, if I'm going, if I got people
1: coming over that never ate ducks and I want to, and I know they're going to sneak it down on them, and I know they're going to like it and actually love it. Is you know, I'll do. Uh, 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 Jalapeno stuffed ducks. Yeah, and uh, and I'll uh, I'll do them two different ways. A lot of times it depends, uh, but most of the time I'll do you know cream teas, put it you know spit the jalapeno and that sort of thing. Uh, duck has been marinated for a couple of days, that sort of thing. And grill it. Yeah, wrap it up with bacon. and uh, you know it just can't can't
0: beat it.
1: No, can't beat it. That's my go-to. If I've got to, if if I'm fixing, you know, ducks for folks that ain't at it. but I grilled ducks. uh, It's going to always be one of my favorites.
0: Yeah. No, I got. Do do you are you primarily a a breast them out, or do you ever pluck them and roast them? Or
1: Uh, here's what I do. I I pluck. All the breasts on every duck, and I leave them skin on. Yeah. And no matter what, it's at least going to have the skin on the breast. That skin on that breast makes all the difference in the world. It sure does. And uh so, no matter what, it, it, they're all going to get fucked to some extent. But say the bulk of them, yeah, I do breast them out. But I do still, I will, buck probably a hundred ducks a
2: year. Yeah you know, and uh, and put them up that way, just because,
1: you know, we like like to bake ducks, too, and you know, a lot of my, like I said, a lot of my my folks are from Louisiana, so that's where we grew up, Mm -hmm. duck dressing, you know, and baking ducks, and those sorts of things, and uh, my great-grandmother, before she died, you can
0: Yeah, I mean, I uh, you, you know teal especially to me, there's only one way to cook a teal, and that's plucking it and and roasting it. Uh, and and a lot of people, you know, predominantly breast their ducks. I mean, it, it, it's more work to pluck a duck for sure, but uh, I think the rewards are are well worth it. Um, and, and Maddie enjoys, uh, and my fiance, she enjoys eating the roasted or a, you know a whole roasted or baked duck. Way more than she enjoys just eating breasts. However, we fix them up, uh, so so that's one thing I do. As long as they don't get too shot up, I try and pluck most of my birds. But don't, don't get me wrong, I, I
2: pluck ducks too. But sometimes I'm just like, you know what, these guys get to it, out.
0: <laughs> it depends on the kind of day it was, you know.
1: I'm with yeah. you know, and, and I'm not bragging or anything, man. I'm telling you, we kill, we kill. A decent number of ducks. I don't want to say a lot of ducks. We kill a decent number of ducks. My guys, he is fire-fucking a lot of ducks. Uh-huh. Uh, doing his day in, day out. So we'll hunt 58 days a year. And out of the 60, we will at least hunt 58 days. And, and no, we don't plan it out every day by any means. But, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll kill enough ducks to where it's just extremely taxing to try to fuck all those ducks. And it
0: seems like. More and more, I get to take more ducks home. Yeah, I I, you know, and I it's funny saying. I usually do. I'm usually the one who gets loaded up with the ducks, and uh, like you said, I don't mind at all. Hell, we'll keep the good ones. If I got too many ducks, you know, we'll freeze the good ones whole and keep them for the dogs, and uh, the rest of them will either get frozen or cooked up that night, or however we want
1: to. That's it, and I, you know, a lot of people probably saw it this past year a little bit more of what we do when we're hunting. But I literally grill ducks every single morning of uh, duck season. Yeah, so we're hunting out of the blind and or in the boat. I I fire up the grill and I'm I'm grilling ducks, you know? <laughs> and it's, uh, they to me they're <laughs> just as good that way. Is, been
2: anyway yeah
0: yeah that's right so uh uh you know Mike, i guess my next question is since you've been hunting arkansas so long uh you know what over the years you know uh, we talking to people uh because i'm not from louisiana originally i'm from indiana uh right. yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm a, I'm a Yankee that got displaced down here, uh, and, right. and I've been stuck. But, you know, everyone around here talks about the old days and the migrations and how things have changed uh, and, and the different factors that contribute to that. What in, in your opinion, in Arkansas, has the duck hunt changed in, in your 40 years of experience? Uh, and, and what would you point that to? Well, yeah,
1: nothing changed. I mean, good grief. I mean, look at how many different shotgun models and makes and types and shotguns you know, <laughs> and, and bolts and, and camo and, and leases.
2: And, I mean, everything's changed 100%. Yeah. There's, there's 10 times more of us now out there going than ever. Mm-hmm.
1: And you know, a lot of people want to say it's this and that. This and that—that's kind of, you know, as far as uh, uh, changing the habits of the ducks. But it's 100 percent pressure. It ain't nothing but us doing it. Yeah. You know, they about food and all that kind of stuff. But doesn't you know, to get back to the the, the changes, you know, there's a, a ton of better products uh, now that are out there. I don't get nearly as cold as I used to. Just because. Uh, you know, we've got quality stuff to wear yeah and, you know heavy downs uh I, I, until i was 20 years old uh, you know i wore handy down waiters and coats and all kinds of insulation that sort of thing we just kind of threw together what we needed for a morning sun we got out there we had everything leaked we cold and mm-hmm. all those kind of things and, but now you know products from the, everything from the gun to the shells, to the clothing we wear, to the decoys, to the duck calls we blow, every single thing is a lot better. And every single thing has eight or ten different brands to choose from. Yeah. So, you know, and back in the day, it wasn't that much. And uh, just to add to do that, we're better duck hunters now than what we you know, we're clear. We don't back it. When I grew up hunting, we hunted the same exact uh, hole. Father and, and, and the family, and Uncle Dean, Uncle Marcel, and Uncle Greg, and Don, and all of us. You know, we stayed out on the top side, uh, out here on the basin, on you know, on a houseboat, and we'd go out and we'd hunt the exact same spot. We throw out six big boys. We'd sit in the edge of the, of, uh, the, uh, the reeds and. Wait on ducks. If the duck blew over or a little block, what have you, it. you blacked a couple of times and, and most of them didn't have near the pressure, so they swing around, boom, there, and the hole, no problem whatsoever. But now there's just so much pressure. Ducks have gotten smart. We've educated the snot out of them. People don't want to say it, but we have educated, just like dogs. We've made that the dogs today are a hell of a lot smarter and better than the dogs that were, than mm. we were breeding and running and testing
0: even just 10 years ago oh yeah i uh you know and i'm glad you said that because i think it was our alaska podcast that we did a couple weeks ago uh you know i was telling him down here in louisiana you know by the time the ducks get to us i mean they've seen every single decoy spread you could imagine uh and i and i've said you know we got it i think we got it the hardest down here in the south just because of you know all the jackasses up north i mean it they see everything and the ones that make it 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 wears it out on us i mean we got to hunt you know 10 times harder uh especially you know the last couple years there hasn't been a great great migration for us down here uh so it, it's been a struggle, and then the ones you do get, I mean, they're they're wise. They're wise to mojos, and you know, if one decoy looks off, I mean, they they do cue in on it. And a lot of people like to like to say they don't, but I, I'm a firm believer, like you said, that they they are educated, and a duck is a lot smarter than people give it credit for. Well, they are, and you
1: know, the the, the ducks are passing you up too. So passing, you know, Louisiana. Texas and Arkansas, they're 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 passing us up a lot quicker. So how do you know that, Brittany? I said, well, in Mexico, they're still, you know, showing numbers that that rival numbers of fifteen or twenty years ago. Yep. So they've got as many, if not more, ducks coming down there. So they they've learned to to. Come in, get what they need, and then get the heck out of Dodge and keep on traveling south. And uh, a lot of people don't want to admit
0: that, but that, thats true. Yeah, and I—I I would agree that that—that's predominantly because of the pressure here. Uh, you know, for we 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 have a lot of public land here, but I mean, we have so many hunters in Arkansas. You know, I mean you guys not only have a lot of resident hunters, but it, it, Arkansas is a huge non-resident state as well. Uh, so the amount of hunting pressure up there, I, I can imagine, is just unbelievable.
1: Well, I'm, I'm going I'm to explain it as best and as easy as I can. So it, both, and, and I've said this before, and I've been going out about this and that, but 20 years ago, 20, 25 years ago, our duck season
2: consisted of uh, Saturdays and
1: Sundays, and, and a lot of Sundays, we did not hunt. Friday, Monday through Fridays, literally everybody worked. Yeah. You know, literally everybody worked, you know, through, through that time, and then and you, you got to hunt Saturday morning, and that's when everybody would show up, and even then, the numbers, you know, we'd show up at the boat ramp, and it might be full, cool, but you still could find a place to hunt, and there wouldn't be anybody within, you know,
2: five or 600 yards. Yeah. What I'm getting at is is now everybody hunts. It, 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 you're just an average duck hunter <laughs> yeah. as far as time. You're hunting 40, 45 days a year. Yeah. I mean, and that's just all there is to it. I mean, I'm now hunting 50 plus, 58 days, like I said, but it's 50
1: plus days a year. I'm, I'm done hunting. And there is so many really of us now doing that. It's not like what it was. And there was a lot of times that we didn't hunt on Sunday, uh, just because, uh, you know, we were more prone to go to church back then. Right? Yeah. go so get back to that. I don't get that, but <laughs> uh, uh, we, it's the, the the act of chasing the duck, the hunting per person, the day spent a field is ten times what it used to be. I mean, there's and, and there's so many others doing that that ducks just don't get to rest like they used to, and ducks at that time. They act stupid. Talk, people talk about the good old days, and they were good old days. But we're actually now it's the good old days. It's, you know, we we kill four out we kill six ducks. I'm talking about days. But there are times when we were only allowed a mallard drake and a mild hen. I'm talking about if you if you kill a point system that if you killed a hen first,
2: you were done. Yeah. You know, and people just don't understand
1: that. They wanna talk about it, well of course you went out there and the first you clock it up, boom, boom, you were done. You know, and I mean, but people forget about that and 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 the, the the way things are now versus then and it's they wanna blame, you know, this going on up north, do this going on over there, you know, that club's got this and all that. It ain't nothing but ourselves that is, the, that, you know, the, the public land hunter, truthfully, the, the guys that hunt like 60 days or 40-plus days a year that's caused the migration to maybe shift, that's pushed the ducks out of the areas, and, and they're on their final uh, uh, migration grounds to the south as far as they want to go a lot quicker, and they don't stick around, they bounce a lot more, and they're just hitting a lot smaller.
0: Yeah, yeah, and I'd say uh, I I think last year was extremely bad for that uh, with everyone teleworking, uh, you know, every day they were out there hunting, at least in our spots, you know, the two years prior, uh, you know, there was during the week, if I took a day off work during the week to go hunt, I'd be the only person out there, Uh, but last year, I mean, every backwater slough and pond and lake that we hunt, I mean, seven days a week there was at least one person in each spot uh and, and so i think covid really did a number on our duck season last year as far as pressure went uh yeah
1: i was just gonna say that but that's like um a lot of really like COVID, everyone started picking up outdoors even with like fishing and boating and stuff like that too so that's covid is like a big thing that brought people more outdoors
0: yeah um, and, like we said on that one podcast, you know, I, I love uh, new people finding the sport. Just wish they'd all go find it in a different state.
1: <laughs> That's right. Well, we got to have here, you know, we can sit here and whine and grind and talk about this, and talk about that, but we got to have every one of us, you know, out there that we can get and bring new people to the sport as as much as possible and, and you know, introduce it to
2: uh kids
1: because we don't
0: i mean it's just like your guns they're gonna they're gonna take it away that's right that's right we uh you know speaking of you know limits and i you've been around you know like you said hunting up there for 40 years you've seen the limits change all over uh what what is your what's your limits right now up in arkansas as far as big ducks We can
1: kill six gobbles. We can kill four mallards. Uh, we can kill uh, one pintail, uh two canvasbacks. I believe it is. Now it changes every year. Yeah. Uh, they 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 things, so you better be you better be paying attention to the book. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but
2: uh, the gobbles and the mallards,
1: that's that's pretty much it as far as the big ducks. Still, you can kill six. So I mean, we got. Uh, and we've been doing that for I guess about oh, 14 years, something like that, you know.
2: It's yeah.
1: not that long ago, you know. It really is. It's not that long ago. And when they switched this to that bigger duck limit and gave us sixty days instead of thirty, I mean I can never run up to thirty days and only been able to kill two ducks. Yeah. A month, you know. So I mean now we can run sixty days and kill big ducks, run every single day, and got all this good stuff, and these bass boats, and and, these kick-butt-looking, you know, decoys, and and everybody can blow a duck hole, on most everybody. (laughs) It's it's, it's, uh, it's just a completely different game, with uh, uh, a lot more folks out there enjoying it, and you know, it's, it's taking away... A little bit as far as, you know, limits for, uh, let's say full limits to go around, you know, of course, you got that, you know, more people with the same amount of ducks
2: Then that's uh, going to mean best ducks per person, that mm. sort
1: of thing. Yeah. It's still, it's still 100% good. I mean, last year we had a, a, a decent season. We had to jump around, that sort of thing. But, I mean, it's. It's hunting, it does nothing, it's gonna change, it's gonna be different every year of weather, we're gonna be we're gonna be at Mother Nature's mercy, we're gonna be at the folks set the rules mercy, and we just got to make
0: the best we can with the time we can out there. That's all there is for it. And that's why we love it. It's a.
1: that's
0: it. That's it. That's one that's of my. Why I got a dog, I get Yeah, it's a you know, and that's one of my favorite things personally about duck hunting and waterfowl in general. Is like you said, you know, every day is something different. I mean, it's never you're never going to have two hunts that are exactly the same. Uh, and even on those shitty days, like you said, I mean, it's still just the feeling of actually getting out there and watching the sunrise and. Uh, you know, hearing wood ducks flying through the trees and it is, I mean, you can't beat it, man. You couldn't put a price tag on that. I, uh, you know, and we were, if you, if you get the chance, you'll have to go back and listen to, uh, our Alaska podcast, but up in Alaska, they get to kill eight ducks and, uh, they can kill eight mallards and kill eight anything pretty much. I, I think our limits down here are pretty similar to, uh, Arkansas and, and you guys have a three-split season, right?
1: Yeah, we, they split our seasons in three uh, three different groups, and, and then they limit non-resident uh, hunters to certain days within those, I think, non-residents, can't hunt the second split. And there's certain days of the first split they can hunt, and the last split, certain
0: days. Yeah. Louisiana just followed suit with that. Uh, this year, they started ours as a three-split state uh i there's not any restrictions on non-residents i'm not sure if their logic was to follow suit with you uh because arkansas has better hunting or what it is but they're, we're going to be trying that out this year for the first time well i i like slits first of all it keeps me getting more out yeah
1: but the uh the, the main thing i like about the split is it does give it ducks a little bit of time where you know it's it's not like open the morning but it does give a little bit of time to kind of get in areas
2: and use it you can get in there and use it, for a day or two if you're on. yeah uh, and
1: and most important like i said i honestly, you don't need those breaks if you're 58 days a year you know 50 plus you'll want those
0: breaks oh i agree and uh and i'm kind of excited for it because you know Ours is usually, uh, the, the first split, when we had two splits, the first split would run for about, uh, 20 days and, or three weeks, 21 days. And then the rest of it would be in the second split. And like you said, I mean, when that second split's winding down and you're up over 30 days or so, I mean, it, it, it drags you down. I mean, it's, a uh, you get to the point where it's hard to wake up and, uh, go to the duck blind. So, uh. Yeah, I, I think we'll like that
1: break. Not only that, sometimes the wife gets just tired of you leaving, like they want some time <laughs>
0: Well, you guys just don't spend enough time together then, because uh, Maddie, Maddie enjoys Maddie, Maddie's duck. Maddie's excited for duck season. Uh, He's always just like, "Are you sure you want to go to get today
1: or whatever?" I'm like, yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, Maddie. I can, I can promise you, I'm the guy that drags them all out of bed. <laughs> I mean, if, if you're supposed to go the next morning, I'm, when I get when my alarm gets gets up or goes off, I'll get up and I'll get. I'm early to rise, no matter where we're going. Yeah. And or what we're doing, I'm going to get up an hour earlier than I need to. But I'll I'll take like that hour and I I'm, I'm starting to I'll text everybody. Whoever doesn't text me back, I'm up. Their phone's gonna start ringing. <laughs> and don't going to keep rain. and it'll keep rain and it'll keep rain but it, and if they if they
0: said they were going and they didn't but well, they're not going to get to hunt the next two or three days that I will guarantee <laughs> yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll, I, I will I will send them pictures of great bugs and all that kind of stuff. but they are not going to go with me the next two or three days that's so fair more hardcore about that this year <laughs> yeah no, I I that's fair completely. We uh promise. What uh you know, do you guys hunt primarily public or private or are you kinda of split?
1: Well, I mean we used to hunt probably seventy percent public. Yeah. And here, you know, since since we've kinda of changed things up, we're probably
2: about fifty fifty. Mm-hmm. So and, you know, and we're fortunate enough to have
1: a couple of uh, real good friends that's got some property. And, and then, of course, we lease some stuff. And, and then we've got, you know, our own property to hunt. So we can jump around. None of them are great jump hunting spots. But, you know, if you let them rest, and, and at the right time, they can be, you know, you can have some really nice
0: hunts. I wouldn't say epic hunts, but you can have some really nice hunts. Yeah, for sure. Uh, as far as Arkansas is considered, do you guys think, do you think you guys have enough or a good amount of public land for waterfowl compared to other states? Or
1: Yeah, we've got a decent amount. You know, Arkansas is you know, the top state in the nation, really, as far for green timber, reservoir, honey. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and when it comes to that, I don't think there's any other state the amount of timber we have to hunt. down now. Don't get me wrong, Louisiana's got millions upon millions of acres, you know, of the Chapelai River basin today. but if, for some reason it's not considered green timber duck. And I don't know yeah. why. Uh, I guess because it's mostly to low and cypress and, and you know uh, spillways and that sort of
2: thing. Yeah. But
1: it and the ducks Really don't hit that a lot because it's not a, just a
2: whole lot of food in those areas. You know
0: what I mean? Oh, yeah. No, it's a uh, – you know, and I say we hunt timber a lot, but it, our timber and your timber are completely opposite worlds. Um right. and, and when you think about Arkansas, the first thing you think about is just mallards locked up coming over the treetops into this little timber hole. Uh, and, and like you said, I mean – when we started this podcast, you know, and have a predetermined list of where we think states will rank Arkansas is, is a top competitor just because, you know, historically that's been everyone's favorite place to be. Um, and, and there's so many big names and companies in and around Arkansas that, you know, it, it's the duck, duck capital of the world. I mean, uh, it, it, so, it, so they say, anyway, uh, you know, and
1: well, that's, a, that's what they say, and that's a double-edged sword too. Now, cause it does bring a lot of folks to the
2: state, and, and, but it does generate a lot of money for the state. So, it's good and bad. But, it, you know, it's like anything, you know, you,
1: can, you can't, you can't, you can't have your now, I don't know how to put that, it. but uh, but you know what I'm saying. Though? I do, yeah. Oh that's yeah. Just all there is
0: to, yeah, and if, uh, that,
1: if that means sharing my whole with you know more people, then so be it. If that means that you know certain areas want to have to go to draw hunts to be pressure light, then so be it. You know and those sorts of things. You know, I'm, I'm one of those guys that, that I, I'm one hundred percent about sharing it and passing it on, and, and
0: not going to you know say this is mine or that's mine but it's everybody's. Yes, sir. Yeah. Do you, uh, if anyone wanted to come up and uh, anyone listening wants to come or uh, do some duck hunting in Arkansas, you got any advice for them? Well, I mean, there's all they got to do is get online and search. Yeah. I mean, the the uh, Arkansas got a ton like I said, what you're talking
1: about is a ton of management areas and federal ground that's water 100 percent water. Yeah. So, And I'm going to say, probably, if you add in all the federal stuff and all the state-owned stuff, you know, you're probably encroaching on a million acres worth of property. Mm -hmm. And, of course, some of it's better than other pieces, but at times, all of it's equal. So, uh, it's just a matter of learning the state where the ducks bounce back and forth and you know, and, and we're, we're, we're we got to work our butts off to stay on if we're going to stay on day in day out. You know, because you know, ducks that might be in this public area in the northeast section of the state, the very next day, that same big group, one to 50,000 ducks, could be you know on the Louisiana
2: border in Arkansas. Yeah, one of those areas. So, and it's.
1: That's something else that we're lucky about. We've got a pretty good echo voice all that. We've got a pretty pretty solid group of guys that we got contacts everywhere.
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: I heard that. Man, y'all should have seen the
1: ducks coming in this afternoon.
0: <laughs> Where you at? Y'all come on. <laughs> well, and, and I imagine... Uh...
1: In a,
0: minute, buddy. Oh, and I imagine you get those texts pretty often. You know, being the dog guy, everyone everyone wants to hunt with a good dog, so I, I'm sure that <laughs> comes with its with plenty of perks. Well, I, will, I
1: will say, a good dog has got
0: me on some duck butt. Oh I yeah, and yeah, I can imagine that. Yeah. Uh, we do have a couple of questions we kind of ask everyone just for fun. Uh, it, what kind of boat do you got, Freddie? I run
1: Excel boats. Excel. Uh, uh, uh surface drive boat, shallow water boat. Uh and I run
0: mud buddy motors. Uh what what kind of shotgun do you shoot?
1: I shoot a twenty gauge buttonelli, M2, tricked out by Rob Robbins. Look at that, that I was just telling that. <laughs> Every time someone brings up a twenty gauge. <laughs> I heard that,
2: man. I love my twenty. I use it for everything. And uh, last year, I killed a lot
1: of ducks with the 28-gauge, and then uh, I even killed some ducks with a 4 Like, Yeah, really? I that new uh, loads and stuff, they're so much better now, and that, uh, uh, I remember when we could shoot steel, or shoot lead for ducks, that's yeah. how long I've been ducking, and, uh, you know, and then it went to steel, and it was crappy, first steel.
2: TSS Adam and out of 28 gauge,
1: that stuff is phenomenal. Oh yeah,
0: and, but it's expensive. Yeah, it's expensive. It, it comes at the price. I can feed half an Ethiopia with that uh, Billy Nino for that pocket roll with the TSS. <laughs> the, 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 the thing about it is, it just it's, it makes them dagong the chocolates leap tall. Yeah. So what shells are you shooting? Apex. Yeah. yeah, that's a, like you said, I mean, technology uh, definitely has its pros and cons. Uh, everyone can kind of mutually agree that uh, steel shot just doesn't have the pop it uh, that lead does. But, but they do have alternatives, uh, non-toxic shots that punch hard. You just got to be willing to spend the money for them. Uh, and, and if you're too cheap to spend the money for them then I mean you, you can't bitch about your steel shot is the way I see it well that, that's it and no, I mean don't
1: get me wrong I mean the, the you gotta uh, you know but with steel shot or if you use steel you gotta take shots that are that are are, are affordable for ethical mm-hmm. and uh, you know and know the yardages and, but it's the same you know 28 gauge and it's loaded with seven and a half pss. I, I can't kill a duck any further than somebody
2: with number 4s shooting a three inch uh, twelve gauge, and I can't kill one any further. Yeah. But I can kill one just as dead. <laughs> yeah. You know what
0: I'm saying? So I, uh, it's so it, it kind of. it doesn't get here as hard. <laughs> <laughs> I, but, I, I can imagine. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, that's funny. We got a, <laughs> we got one more. Uh, well, I got one more question for you. Uh, wonder what, what's your go-to uh, snack that you got to throw in your blind bag when you're heading out to hunt? Man, don't little dirty Christmas trees. <laughs> I
2: think I think that's about as good as it gets. It's <laughs> when you got a cup of coffee out there. Yeah.
0: We've.
1: Uh, I, think, I think everybody knows which one I'm
0: talking about. I do, yeah. We we've got a wide variety of uh, of responses on that one, so uh, that's one of the fun questions I like to ask because everyone's different. Uh, as long as you don't say honey buns, I mean, we're we're good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no,
1: it's in little dandy snacks, you know. And of course, we got all the other staples. We got the. That- the, the, the we'll have a, a bunch of deer uh, summer sausage mm-hmm. we'll have you know
2: oatmeal cookies somebody's gonna have this somebody's gonna have that and uh so we 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 learn to filter into each other's back. When we get you know, about that.
0: yeah. Um how many states have you got to hunt in, Freddie?
1: Well that pretty much about all of them that a duck can be shot in, i I've, I've just about honey. I'm lucky, you know, a lot of people don't know it, but I was a camera guy, Yeah. field editor, producer for several different outdoor television shows, Final Approach TV being one of them, Water Dog TV being another one of them. Uh, did a lot of stuff for Mojo Outdoors back in the day. Yeah, did a, a, a lot of stuff for powder uh, TV. Uh, so, I mean, I've traveled. I've been literally to every state that you can shoot a duck in, and both filming and uh, Yeah, so, I mean, I've I've been around,
0: and then plus I was the main editor producer for for Blood Brothers TV. And water pilot was one of our big deals, so... So not a, not a bad <laughs> life, huh? You know That's not a bad life, huh? Well, no,
1: and I did that for, you know, for a lot of years. <laughs> I, I traveled around and filmed hunts and part of hunts and, and, you know, met a ton of great people that grew too. I mean, it's it fun, so from Canada to Mexico... Uruguay, Paraguay,
0: uh, Argentina—I—I uh, loved it pretty much there. In New Zealand, uh, so I—I kind of jumped around. Yeah. So, uh with, with all that experience and, and all these different places, on on a scale of one to ten, where would you fit Arkansas duck on on that scale? Uh, it's
1: going to always be a ten to me. Okay. Because, uh, I mean, just, just the way you hunt, the people, the variety, the fun, you know, everything that you get to do. Yeah. You know, you, you've got everything from, from running mudflats with folks to, I mean, it's literally about everything, you mm-hmm. know? So, I mean, that,
0: just, uh, that right there just makes it off the line. Maybe. Heard that. 10 out of 10 for Arkansas. So, that's going to be a tough one to beat.
1: It is, and don't get me wrong, you know. I'm hunting, I love hunting in Louisiana, I love going down there with my I love hunting, you know, Canada. I love hunting. Uh, uh, I've had some big bug hunts in Mississippi, mm-hmm. but, like, Arkansas is going to always be, and plus, I know it, you know, I, I can do it on my own, yeah. So, with that, you
2: know, that's a big, major deal, too. It sounds like Arkansas they must go. Hunt state for sure then for us.
1: it's
0: definitely a bucket list. Uh to it's on my bucket list to get on in, in some green timber, Arkansas. Um I, I haven't got the chance to yet and hell, it's only a couple hours away from me. Uh it, we're up in Shreveport. I mean, Arkansas borders forty minutes from from my front door and I still haven't went up there and got to do it, but maybe one of these days I'll come hunt some timber with you.
2: area that come up hunt uh you know they, they may not
1: hunt us but they hunt around us yeah you know, that sort of thing but uh don't, being a uh,
0: sister state so to speak it be almost crazy not to come up here and learn a few areas that's right we uh that's all it's on my to-do list to check off. <laughs> It just, it seems like uh, every year as hunt season comes around, uh, my my to-do list keeps growing uh, and, and less things get accomplished. It's a, uh, you know, and, and with the podcast and then, you know, we've been trying to record our hunts. Uh, nowhere to the extent that, you know, you've got the chance to do in your lifetime. Maybe one day, uh, but just trying to grow everything. and uh, you know. Arkansas might be in our plans this year. Um, so hopefully we can make a trip up there and, uh, we can fact check what you told us.
1: Well, you know, the thing about it is people talk about doing this and doing that, you know, and the the, the thing about it is you just got
0: to do it. Mm -hmm. You just got to say, we're we're going, no matter what, we're going. You just, you just got to do it. That's all there is to it. Yes, sir. Well, Freddie, uh, it was a great episode. I, I appreciate you for taking your time out of your busy day and uh, coming on and talking ducks with us for uh, about an hour. Or so, uh, you know, I can't thank you enough. And, and like I said, uh, the retriever trainer and everything you do for everyone's amazing. Uh, so thank you again, you know, for all the time and commitment that you put into that. Uh, you know, I I honestly, don't know when you sleep between replying to messages, uh, maintaining your property, training dogs, uh, everything you do. I, I don't know how you hunt 58 days a year, but I, I aspire to be like you one day. Uh,
1: well, well that's, that's just it. I, I, I hunt
2: so I can sleep. <laughs> so, no, I, I've enjoyed it, guys. I really have enjoyed it. Go hard
1: anytime. Be glad to
0: hey i mean whatever you want well, hopefully we can get you on you know we got this 50 states arkansas is only number four we got a lot of states to go uh so we still got a whole pretty much year left of this podcast uh so maybe next year uh the first episode back to uh reality we'll talk about squirrel hunting or dogs or something there. So y'all have a good holler at me anytime. Yes, sir, Freddie. Thank you again. Thank you.
1: I appreciate it, guys. Yes, sir. Bye-bye. And, Vang, do I still got you on here, buddy? Yeah, well, I'm still here. <laughs> right.
0: Yeah, we're good, Freddie.
1: Right, I didn't ramble too much,
0: did I? No, you did great.
1: All right, I got to I to Blah, blah,
0: blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, No, you did Anytime
1: y'all need anything
0: whatsoever, y'all holler at me. Hey, and likewise to you. I don't know what all I can do for you, but if you need <laughs> something, just holler at me. It's just fun talking ducks and dogs, buddy. That's, that's all. That's the main thing right there. That's right. Well, hopefully, uh, hopefully it'll be here before we know it. We only got a few weeks till Teal. Oh, yeah, it will
1: be. And then we'll be whining because it's over.
2: <laughs> amen to that yeah that's it all right
1: buddy y'all
2: have a good one. yes sir you, you too. too thank you. No, we'll see you all right we got you still vang yeah I'm clear.
0: <laughs> all right buddy well uh everyone you know thank you for uh for watching again um like i said you know we had to do this one over the phone so it's a little bit different than we normally do uh but again, I appreciate y'all uh, for checking us out. And, and Arkansas, to me, sounds like a pretty darn good place to be. I think anyone coming into this episode knew it would be. Uh, so with that being said, uh, thank you guys again. If you're on Spotify or Apple or any of our podcast streaming services, go ahead, hit that follow button and stay tuned. Because uh, next week we've got another fun episode coming up. Uh, if you're on YouTube, please do me a favor, hit that subscribe button, give us a thumbs up and share this podcast and the YouTube channel with your friends. As you guys heard in the podcast, you know, uh, we got a lot of fun stuff coming up this year. Uh, and we got this podcast rolling for a long, long time. Hopefully I'll get the chance to come up and hunt with uh Vang up in Minnesota, but if not Vang is going to come down to Louisiana and at least try and shoot a duck down here.
1: And I
0: think we're going to make a stop in Arkansas first. We might go to Arkansas, that's right. Sure. We'll, uh, As long as Freddie will have us, I'll, I'll pack my bags. Yeah. <laughs> but, Bang, uh, I appreciate you giving me your time like you do every week. And, again, thanks to everyone who stopped by. We'll see you all next week.